Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Don't forget to wipe your feet at the door because you have the official residence of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. Yeah. You're here with your residence of the Speaker Geeker Podcast, man. Tommy T is in the building, man, our residential content creator, our future DJ, our co-host, our man, our, our guy. Yeah, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Our music enthusiast, you know what I'm saying? And then, man, you see, see that door over there? Uh, yeah, once again, it's shut. Because <laughs> just, he's just not coming out to play, all right? He's here. <laughs> He just, he just ain't coming out to play because he's too busy behind there, man, uh, being our residential music creator for the uh, official Speaker Giga playlist found on both Spotify and Apple TV, as well as doing a lot of production behind the scenes, as well as, you know, doing a, a lot of stuff. He's, he's kind of still on his honeymoon, but, you know, yeah. once he's on Christmas break, away from the kids <laughs> 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 down in Houston, Texas. Yeah. yeah, he'll be back with us real, real, real soon. So, G is always here. Oh, the artist formerly known as G, as I must say, Woodbury is still in the building. His door just shut. And it's all good. So, and then, you know, that brings you to me, man. Your host of the Speaker Geek Podcast, man. Your residential uh, former music exec of 10 years or so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your music historian, your your guy, man. Yeah, it's me, Steve O. Steve, man, here in the building, man. And we're here with a brand new episode of the Speaking Geek Podcast, man. We're here to have some great fun, have some great conversation, and do our deal. Hey, this week's episode is about the, um, man, we're talking about Drake and Kanye. I know y'all probably tired of it, but they just had the benefit concert for the Free Larry Hoover, uh, which I'm surprised actually happened. Um, they squashed their beef. Uh, and, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that today as well as the news of the week with Tommy T. And of course, like always, man, we're bringing out a top five for the official speaker you can playlist that will be up on both Spotify and Apple Music. So without further ado, man, if y'all don't mind, y'all can subscribe, y'all can like, y'all can comment, listen, and most importantly, enjoy, man. We're here. Yeah. Yes, sir. So let's get so let's jump in here, man. Yo, how your week been, man? Man, a week been good, man. Um, you know, just doing what I gotta do, man, to get through. You hear that rhyme in there? Yeah. Doing what I, I gotta what do, do, man, to get through. Anyway, man, I ain't said nothing, man. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot. Uh no, man, the week's been good, man. Um, yeah. It's going by, getting closer and closer to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh can't wait. Take a little break and uh, enjoy some good food and family and stuff like that, man. So I'm excited, man. What about yourself? By the way, tell everybody when the break is going to be. Um, Actually, our break will be, we'll put out this week's episode and I think we'll have another one. And then we're going to be um, taking a break after that. And we'll be back in the new year. So yeah. um, we got two more episodes, including this one before the, the year's out. And then we're taking a much needed break mm-hmm. and we'll be back. We'll probably like still be on social media doing things and, yeah. you know, still like kind of like promoting the podcast. If you haven't, go listen to some of the older podcast episodes and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause we got a hundred plus of them and you're going to listen to us, bro. Whenever plus. <laughs> you won't. 
All right. And also, man, be looking out for our appearance because we just did an interview with Trillquility over there with them guys, man. Trillquity. Oh, with Garrett and Scott, man. Shout yeah. out to them. Um, they were actually on the on the podcast, I think, over the summer. One time, mm-hmm. either was it this year or last year? I think it, it was, was this last year. year. Was it this year? I think so. I'm no, not sure. But um, they were actually a guest on our podcast. We talk about classical music and um, you know, um, hip hop. And so we returned the favor to them this yeah. week. And I and that episode is on the 22nd. So once you get a chance, go check out that episode, Triloquy. T R I L L O Q U O Y Triloquy Triloquy, and we'll be talking about hip hop, classical music, and, and Christmas classical music, hip hop, and all that together. Great discussion, so, man! Great discussion, absolutely, man! It was a lot of fun too, bro. Yeah, it was absolutely. So make sure y'all check out that episode as well if you want more of us. And uh, other folks And yeah man We'll be taking a little break But we'll be back man And y'all can listen to Every single episode That we've had Up until that point If y'all are missing us Over the holiday weeks But yeah man As far as me man It's, it's been cool man Been over here You know Doing super dad things mm-hmm. Over yeah. here uh, uh, Making sure the family Is running You know Just just hanging Hanging And Mac. <laughs> As they say, hanging. <laughs> no macking, no macking at all <laughs> on this side of the table. But uh, yeah, man, just been working, getting stuff yeah. set up for the holiday, uh, for the uh, for the holidays. Uh, we're taking a much needed break, sort of. We're still kind of working, really, mm-hmm. but we're taking a break. Uh, supposed to be for December, but we really be still be working, man. Ain't ain't really no stop to this. Over yeah. here, as far as uh, the real estate wise, um, but you know, we working, man. We we enjoying ourselves. Uh, wifey's back, good. Yeah, she's doing pretty good after her surgery, and we are off to the races, man. So we we're looking to end out this year strong and come back in the new year, man, with new goals and new things to accomplish. Yes, sir. Cause we trying to take over the world. Yep. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what we gonna do today, Pinky? Take over the world. What we try to do every day. Try <laughs> to take over the world. Yeah, um, so man, but you know, when you try and take over the world, you gotta have some theme music. So got some good theme music in yes, there. So, you know, let's talk about it, man. Top five for the week. In the spirit of the artist formerly known as G, although he is not here, (laughs) he's behind that locked ass door. (laughs) We are going to bring y'all top five for our week. And also, man, you'll find these on the official Speaker Google podcast playlist on both Apple and Apple Music and Spotify, Mm -hmm. as well as you'll find G's top five as well. So uh, be on the lookout for Woodbury's top five, the artist formerly known as G. And Mm -hmm. You get to hear ours right now. So yes, what you got, man? All right, man. So the star of my top five has kind of been one-sided for me for this week. So I put, mm-hmm. some, put a few singles in there. Um, but my top five consists of, number not no particular order, but this one, Warm Words in a Cold World. Um, Rick Ross featuring Wale and Future. 
before we started recording, <laughs> uh, me and Steve actually talked about this record, man. And I was like, Future could have been left off of this and it's still been a solid song. And <laughs> Steve was like, Wale and Future could have been left off. Yeah. But I still think it's a it's a solid song. It stuck out to me just because of the um the title of the song, Warm Words yeah. in a Cold World. We always think about when we think about the world and, and we think about how cruel it can be, um, you know, it, and just thinking about warm words and, and um, kind of like affirmations and, and, and positive things in the cold world. That's, that's something you always need. So, um, you know, the, the title stuck out to me and then Ross, I think Wale did it, it matches Wale's sound. And then for Ross to be on it, um, I think it just sounded good to me, but um, Future definitely could have been left off of it. Uh, the, <laughs> the next one um, is uh, Can't Sleep, Big Boy and Sleepy Brown off their album, Big Sleepover. I've been waiting on this album for a long time, man. Um, I think that's a hell of a combination of, of a group of guys. Um, mm-hmm. This album is fire. Can't Sleep is a fire song, man, and this is just banging. Um, so you can't sleep. sleep. Had the big sleepover. Yeah, is what you tell me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check the song out though, bro. It's it's dope, man. Um, this next one I got, "Born to Shine." It's a uh, Big Grams featuring Run the Jewels. Big Grams was a collaboration that Big Boy did with uh, I think they're called Phanograms or something like that. I was trying to pull mm-hmm. it up real quick, but it's a collaboration album that he did um, back in 2017. I want to say. And um, Born to Shine is is just a dope song, man. And I put that in the Slack for you guys to check out um, because I was like, man, this is like, I remember listening to the album, but then just going back and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I like that one. Um, what's another? We Set the Trends, Jim Jones and Migos. That's a little collaboration song that they put out. It's just dope. Um, Jim Jones is a is a dope artist, but I like the Migos. That's what drew my attention to this song, and I like the beat on it. So, um, Dang, I missed out on that record. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also this this last one, Mortgage Free. I actually just heard this this morning, man, and I was like, yeah, this is that one. Uh, Mortgage Free is basically two chains, two chains going through the American dream or his American dream um, in the song DJ Premier. I think was the product was the producer on it, um, you know, on this song, man, and and it was a it was actually a favor that they a return of the favor from each other. So, um, but two chains really went in, into this, dove into this song, man, and really dropped some jewels on it uh, and everything. And you know, you want to be mortgage free, you know, but you want to mm. have have, but you want to own, but you want to be mortgage free, so. Um, it's just a like a kind of like a a put some fire behind you type record, you know what I'm saying? So, um, do you know what the uh, definition of mortgage is? No. <laughs> it, I mean, funny. I know what my mortgage is. <laughs> it's my, well, I mean, it's my monthly payment loan. But what is the definition of mortgage? I have to find it. Oh man, but, I thought you knew it off top. Real no, I do know it off top. But I want to make sure. No, I know it off top. 
but I want to make sure that I uh, say it correctly. So I, I'll, <clears throat> I'll find it here in a second because uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting. Me and my wife found it one day and it was like, it was like, uh, actually, it's not the definition is. It's either what it is in Greek. I got to find it. But it's like basically till death or whatever. Oh, but let me, I'm going to find it here in a second. But, um, oh, here it is. Yeah. It's a death pledge. Um, late middle English, old French, literally, uh, literally more from the Latin word, word, Latin word, mortis death, uh, death pledge. Yeah. The word mortgage literally means death pledge. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a good strange term. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially got a 30 year mortgage. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's funny, man. But yeah, yeah. man, that's going to round out my top five, man. Word, word. Yeah, man, that was solid, man. A couple records in there that. Yeah, uh, actually a lot of records that I didn't completely miss. Like I really hate I missed that Jim Jones and Migos yeah. record. Yeah, uh, I was looking I, for music because mm-hmm. I I realized I, I've only been listening to Big Boy all this week, and I was mm-hmm. like looking for songs, and that was like who doesn't like Jim Jones and who look, like a lot of people don't like the Migos, but me who doesn't like the Migos, you know? Yeah. I mean, I hear man, this I sound. <laughs> I gotta listen to it, man. That yeah, sounds like, like an it, interesting man. one. I like it. Shouts to Jones. Right. Hey, man. Dipset all day. Um, I ain't been really on a lot of Migo stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go and listen to it. So for me, man, top five. Here we go. First record I'm coming out with Lucky Day, Candy Drip. Hey, man. I enjoy this record. I enjoy Lucky Day. Lucky Day is actually going on tour. So hopefully. I don't know if I'm going to go see him. I don't know if I'm ready to go to a concert yet, but I do like that he is going on tour. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how I feel if I'm ready to uh, hit back up a concert. Have you been to a concert? No, nah, not lately. No, nah. yeah, I haven't been to a concert since the pandemic started. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't yeah. been to a concert in like, like a year before the pandemic started, because you know, uh, um, Article was pregnant, so we yeah. our yearly concert that we usually go to, we didn't get a chance to go to. And then, did y'all go to the music one of this? Nah, we didn't get a okay. shot to go, man. So we just gotcha. kind of chilled around. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> after that lucky day, man, Candy Drip Burner. If y'all know who Burner is, Burner. Dropped an album called Gotti. And I've been, uh, it's pretty cool. He actually has a lot of, like, the actual audio of John Gotti when they wiretapped him. His son, uh, I guess it's John Gotti Jr., gave him a lot of the the audio. And then hey, I actually became good friends. And then also, man, y'all keep burning your prayers, man. He had, uh, he was diagnosed with colon cancer. And I think they removed it from his colon or whatnot. But uh, still, man, cancer sucks. But yeah, Burner released the album and one record on it that I really, really like. It's called Too Many Goats. And this one has like Jada Kiss. It's got Benny the Butcher on it. Man, it's a fire record. The whole album is fire. I'm enjoying it. So y'all go check that one out. 
After Burning Man, ESTG of his new album that he got. This record right here is called Jump Out Gang. And I just like it because he's on there just talking this reckless rapper mm-hmm. uh, talk. <laughs> and it's uh, it's just a fun, it's just a cool record to listen to, especially when you got that bang in the trunk. So y'all go enjoy that, man, and uh, check out his new album. After that, man, Rick Ross, man. Yeah, look, the Ross album is dope. And if you gotta have you gotta have at least one favorite record off of there. Yeah. And this record here features Benny the but Benny the Butcher. My bad, I almost butchered it at the end. Mm-hmm. So there's two records with Benny the Butcher, but this one here is featuring Benny the Butcher, Benny the Butcher with Rick Ross, which is called Rapper Estates. So go check that one out. I really enjoy it. I think I enjoy anything Benny's on. Cause yeah. Benny be Benny be eating them tracks, man. And he got a voice. So yeah. I really, really enjoy it, man. Y'all go check out that rapper with uh, Ross and Benny the Butcher. And then after that, man, Russ dropped the album. And this album, uh, this record here that I enjoy, uh, the Russ album is cool, but I don't know. It's I feel like uh, I feel like the Ross album and the Russ album is missing something. But of course, they're just two. They're two totally different albums anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can't. So I'm not comparing the two. So please don't get that mistaken. I'm just saying that it seemed that, you know, it's just missing a little bit. But this record here is called Free. And I really enjoy this record here. And matter of fact, let me, does uh, shoot. I know someone's featured. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do know who's featured on this record. Sorry, I drew a blank. I was trying to make sure Benny wasn't featured on this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this one too. Yeah. But on Free is featuring Big Crick and Snoop Dogg, which is an incredible dynamic that Snoop and Crick is on the same record yeah. together. I got to so, hear that, man. And then also, man, it's, it's Crick. So, right. And Crick is doing his thing on it. And Snoop does his thing as well. So, man, go check out this record with Russ, Benny the Book, not Benny. My bad, Benny. You don't like two other songs, Benny. Uh, <laughs> check out this record with Russ, Big Crick, and Snoop Dogg off of Russ's new album. So, and it's called Free. So, yeah, man, that rounds out my top five. There's, there's so much more music I listen to, but these were the ones that jumped out to me as far as this week. So, man, check that out. Also, be on the lookout for the artist formerly known as G, Woodbury's top five as well, as he curates the official speaker playlist that it will be featured on Apple Music and Spotify. So, you know, Without further ado, you know, we've been talking about Ross. So, you know, Ross been in the news. So I, I think we need to jump over to Tommy T with the news for the week. So <laughs> yeah, y'all ready, uh, you know. Let's let's jump right. Since you since you brought it up, man, um, you actually just sent a, a article in the uh in the Slack. Yeah, I didn't want us to miss out on that one. Slack always, Slack needs to pay us, man. Yeah, man. We always talk about Slack. (laughs) I always talk about Slack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rick Ross addressed the state of his relationship with Meek Mill after Mm -hmm. it was rumored that they were beefing this year. Um, In his, uh, like, it it seemed like in in uh, in the little Havana song on his mm-hmm. new album that he had some some lines directed towards uh Meek Mill but honestly what he said and I quote let the homie live I'm going to go my way you can go yours but 
make sure you keep winning, brother. He basically was saying that the line that, you know, people thought was towards, um, directed towards Meek Mill, um, he was basically telling, man, just keep keep grinding, keep growing, regardless mm-hmm. of where we are. And that's and that's how you should be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You shouldn't want it to like old friends or, you know, um past acquaintances, acquaintances, you should want <laughs> them to, you know, hey, go on your own path and, and keep growing in the direction that you want to grow and reach your goals because I'm going to do that as well. You mm-hmm. know. Wish you I the agree. best, yeah. basically, is what I he was agree. And but it does confirm what we've all been been uh, hearing for a while is that they have not been on good terms. Yeah. And just kind of hearing what he says in a statement, like it is, <laughs> it sounds like you know uh, a uh, 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 PG type of answer to give, right? So. It, but it does confirm, which is interesting because I was hoping that none of that were true. I was hoping that Meek and Ross was good and all of that because I do love the dynamic of them too. Even, you know, whether they're on the record or not, they look like they were super close. But, you know, after I was hearing that, I was like, dang, I hope not. But this, like, actually pretty much confirms what folks were saying. that, And I don't know if they're beefing, but yeah. it, it definitely looks like they're not talking. Yeah. So... Yeah, man. But it, I mean, like, shoot, man. It's it's we all have those those people that were in a time of our lives that were in our lives and and could be our closest friends. But mm-hmm. you know, one thing led to another. They're just not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But and, and no hard feelings <laughs> or anything like that. But it's it's a it's just a season in our life that you know we have to split our own separate ways for us to to continue to grow. So, I mean, the best of both of those, because I mean, like Meek Mill come out with an album, of course, people are going to want to listen to it. Rick Ross mm-hmm. came out with an album. Of course, people want to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I get it. I totally get it, man. We all been there before, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope it wasn't over no money. Or nothing, yeah. Know? I definitely hope it wasn't over no money. Um, because what people forget to realize money is only a tool. It's yeah. not the key to happiness. It's only a, a tool to happiness. Absolutely. Um, next thing I want to bring up, man, is uh, Megan Stallion graduated from college this past weekend. Shout out to her um, and everything like that. Great accomplishment and everything. But the question and she she done it for her family. Like before I, you know, read into it and stuff. The first question popped up in my head was, why was she, you know, like, why is it like it's a big deal, but it's like, what did like, what's your plans for it? Like you, it mm-hmm. feels like you literally just got a degree just because it was Tuesday, but it's a huge deal for her. It's a huge deal for anybody that's graduating because I understand the hard work that was put into it. Um, so definitely don't want to take away from that and her accomplishment in graduating college because it's not easy. Nope. <laughs> it's not Thank easy you. at all. And then on top of her career, like she like throughout college, she's became a top rapper in in the hip hop community, as well as Grammy Award winning uh-huh. rapper um, and being featured and doing all these things to 
I actually continued to graduate from college. Big feet, big, big feet. So um, congratulations to her. Um, I know if you want to add anything, Steve, but not. Uh, not too much, really. Just congratulations. I know she was talking about it a while ago that she was doing it. And I forgot what the reason was. I can't remember if she was doing it. You know, she wanted to finish because cause she was already in college before her career popped off. Yeah. I think her whole thing was like, she just needed to finish. And I wonder if it was something uh, very important to her mom that she finished. I can't yeah. remember. That's what it was. It was like her mom wanted her to finish. and uh, Okay. Because, you know, they passed. Her mom passed. And then yeah. I think her grandmama was the other one. Yeah. So congratulations. That's all. Um, and then, you know, hey, yeah. I always got something. Um, yeah. So um, that's a that's big, big, big. And I never take it lightly, lightly for anybody that's graduating because it takes work, man. <laughs> yeah. Like on top of everything else, it definitely takes work. So um, what else I want to bring up? Um, oh, one thing I want to mention, I didn't get a shot to. Um to actually listen to the whole album, but Alicia Keys came out with an album and uh, this past Friday. Uh-huh. And it is, I think they said it was like 90 minutes, 26 tracks, and it's a part, it's a basically the originals and then the unleashed version. And the unleashed version is some, I think, are remixes to the original songs and stuff like that. But I always think Alicia Keys is a very talented young lady. She's like the popular girl in school who um, doesn't necessarily have to date the pop most popular guy in school, yeah. but she's the the kind of girl that's like really down to earth. And everybody has a shot. You just have to shoot it. You know, <laughs> I so, guess. Yeah, I mean, like she, she reminds me of that girl. I got a name in my head, but I'm gonna keep it there. Um, but yeah, man, she dropped the album, man. I just had to uh, actually just mention that because it's a, it's a. I haven't heard a a bad album from her, you know. <laughs> like I've heard some bad songs, like some songs that I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not interested in it. But her mm-hmm. albums are usually um, complete, and and usually are good albums, man. So want to mention that. Also, um. Dr. Dre's divorce is official. Okay. Finally. Um, hopefully he puts out some new music if he's doing anything. Um, but yeah, they officially, he took a picture this past week. Um, it said divorce AF um, in, <laughs> in balloons. Um, he was like, it was another Instagram post where he was on the FaceTime, I guess, with um, Rick Ross. Man, the funny thing about FaceTime is I have I've had this iPhone for about a month now and mm-hmm. I've never FaceTime anybody so <laughs> need to try it <laughs> need to test it out man yeah That's, um, I, I can't picture I don't know I just can't picture Dr. Dre typing no he didn't he didn't type it it was like a balloon like behind him well, yeah. even that, like, you can't picture Dr. Well, coming up someone with that else idea. Probably, yeah, <laughs> someone else did that. I can't picture Dre just being like, hey, give me some balloons to yeah. say divorce <laughs> AF. We're going to take this picture. But it could be, you know, I mean, could be a master at marketing and put that out there just for us to notice and be like, okay. But I'm sure someone else yeah. <laughs> got that. Yeah. So, 
Man, it's too funny, man. Um, another thing I want to bring up: uh, the Frenchman, Jesse Smollett, <laughs> was found. I, was like, I, was I get like, that what? from Dave Chappelle, man. Uh, one of his stand-ups on Netflix, he talked mm-hmm. about the situ this situation with Jesse. Um, <laughs> he called him Jesse Smollett. it's so funny man but he talks about the situation and he was like um you know him like basically making it up but he was found guilty in his trial of basically making the story up Mm um i put a (laughs) once again another shout out to the slack i put a uh uh, um, article from CNN in the Slack, and they made the comparison between Amy Cooper, who was the lady from Central that was in Central Park, made a false uh, report about a man, a black man, uh, like I guess abusing her or trying to hit her or do something to her, uh-huh. and he was just a bird watcher, like the bird watcher. He was just saying something to her because her dog wasn't on a leash or something. And um, they made that comparison because both of them made a false report and that's what they were going, um, you know, like to court for. Um, Jesse was found guilty, but he faces prison time. But the Amy Cooper lady wasn't facing prison time. One, because the guy that she made the false report on um, dropped the charges. And two, um, I don't know the second reason, but they were like, she did some uh, like therapy or something like that. And they were able to like just drop it. But with Jesse, um, it's almost like they're trying to make a uh, martyr out of him. You know, Uh I just find it interesting that, you know, that comparison, I didn't think about the comparison until I saw that article, but uh, he was definitely found guilty of making this story up. And now he's um, he could face up to three years um, and a twenty five thousand dollar fine. Like we talked about last week, man, that was just a pointless. Like, I don't get what you get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh And um you know, like it's crazy that you can that that's possible because the idea yeah. that you can play on America's most um, worst uh, characteristic, which is racism, that ideally a black man being um, abused by violence or abuse, like being the abuser, like an extra violent person, you know? Um, And that can be, like, you really have to consider it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just a a bad situation for both um, parties involved in that um, in that brouhaha with Jussie. And I find uh-huh. it, I find, I'm glad that they found the truth, but it's just, it's like, bro, why do that, man? Yeah. He's still saying that he's innocent. Like, yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I was, I don't know. We all know that. I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't know if it's real or fake. It all, it definitely seems weird to me anyway that yeah. you would even put together a fake thing and put it out there but actually skimming skimming through this article I get why I, I definitely get it 
because their situations aren't too much different. Yeah. And, you know, she gets off and even is able to sue her former employer. Yeah, that was the crazy part, bro. She's she's going to get paid from this. Yeah, whereas he is facing now jail time. Yeah. And, you know, you, you hate to have to bring race into it all the time, but you do have to bring race into it. Like, why... Like, why even waste taxpayers' money on this? Or you see how even, much they spent on the investigation? Yeah, like one hundred and thirty. Yeah, 000? dog. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a lot behind this. Of like, why? Like, he already is. His acting career has been halted. Like, I think they were going to stop, but then the judge brought in a special prosecutor. I think yeah. is is what they special said. Special investigator. Yeah. yeah, and that's just to continue this. Up. Yeah. Yeah, to continue this on, and it's like, why? Why? Yeah, right, like, right. It's it's <laughs> like why why do this to this man and stuff? But I mean, it's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the entire stuff is stupid. It's just so stupid altogether. So I don't know. Man. It's, it's like you can't like you you know you want to say you get what you put out, right? You want to yeah. say you, you deserve this, but it's also a sense of like. This was so stupid, man. It's like, okay, you did it. Let's move on. Yeah, like, why are we even still going? Like, why? Like, it's other stuff to worry about. Why yeah. are we so? Why well, not we? But why is the justice system so adamant about this case when it's like, man, there's other stuff going on? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like okay, like for one, I mean, if he really did get his, you know, get his ass whooped, then you got ass whooping. Plus, it was fake. Plus, he, you know. Yeah. Like, why? Like, the biggest thing is on. he got put, like, bro, Empire at the time was a hit. Was a smash. hmm And him doing that, and then they finding out that it was a lie. He loses out on that. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and everything else <laughs> going forward. <laughs> so, it's like, it's going to be hard for him to get, get back to that, that top. Man, man, you know, I, just, I, just I think he's uh, he's able to do it, but it's gonna take yeah. a lot of work. Oh yeah, a lot more work than him finishing Empire and being able to go on and do something else. Yeah, he, yeah, he was he was gonna be a major star, man. Right? Stupid, man. Yeah, it was, it was dumb. I, I almost say the judge is even stupider for wasting everybody's right. time <laughs> even it's, more on this. Right, right. I thought it's, it was over and said and done. And then it was like, oh, wait. Oh, he's on he trial. On trial, <laughs> on trial. Like, why? <laughs> why are we doing this, man? Wait, 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 what's the point? Yeah, so that's too funny. That's crazy. Maybe he was a MAGA supporter and just had to. I make don't know. It. That's, what, that's my guess. I'm, I'll be honest. But the wildest thing is like you brought you, like you brought race into this. Yeah. For if you if you like set it, I have no clue why you would have set this up. No, but if you if that was the case, like you brought you played on the emotion that at the time America was so divided because of this red hat. Slick still are. Slick still still is, but you know, at the time it was like at the peak of of this divisiveness. And and oh, yeah. you know, you use that to gain what? Like Nothing. that's that's what needed to be ex- explained because why him? Why at that moment and why the people that did it to you? Because you knew the people that did it to you. You admitted <laughs> to knowing the people. 
The people yeah. admitted to knowing you because previously you paid this guy to train. You know what I'm saying? That's the story. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he paid this guy to to be his trainer, and then this guy goes and beats you up. I mean, maybe they really did beat him up, and I don't know why he wanted to. <laughs> hey, you you know what? They could have been. You know the crazy thing is we can't act like. That one, some black folks that actually supported. No, no, no. Well, I'm saying not you, but I'm saying oh. like, you know, a bunch of other folks. Yeah. It's a chance that we could think it, it could have happened that way. Whatever they fallout was, they could have like <laughs> whooped his tail. It was all about the whole make America great. It, it could yeah. be actually real, <laughs> but it looks so like stupid. Yeah. That is like, nah, I, that couldn't have went that way. Right. Um, but like they had a noose in there. Like, <laughs> bruh, yeah. I don't, I don't find too, like, I don't know, bruh. It's stupid. I don't either. It's, it's, he was found guilty. That was the yeah. whole point of bringing it up. He was found guilty and possibly facing three years, 120, uh, not 125, but $25,000 fine. So just let him um, pay the fine and go, yeah, about his go on about his like business. We shouldn't have been in. It's, it's, it's high profile because it's a He's celebrity. A yeah. Or quote unquote a celebrity. But I mean, anyway, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, um, last thing I want to bring up before we get into this uh, Larry Hoover and mm-hmm. Drake and Larry Hoover concert, Drake and Kanye. Um, Travis Scott, yeah, yeah. As we know that um, you know, the Astro World um incident incident. Mm-hmm. Um he's still having fallout from it. Um he was this past week he was uh released from Coachella. I guess that's how you call it, released yeah. from Coachella um 2022, which um I think is coming in April of this year. Let me pull it up real quick. I believe so. Yeah, I think it is. Around um, April, yeah. Mm. I don't know the date specifically, but it's coming back um, this next year in 2022, April 15th through through the 17th, and 22nd through the 24th. You know, they always do two um, weekends back to back. So um, he actually was um, kicked off the show. I think he was a, a one of the headliners for the show. So I'm sure, um, yeah. He was kicked off the show because of the Astro World. It was a petition put out, and let me see how many. Um, it was, <sighs> the Astro World tragedy took place on November fifth, and an online petition to remove Scott from his headlining spot at Coachella was launched soon after. It has collected just shy of sixty thousand signatures. Um, it's probably growing more now. Um, mm-hmm. He's been hit with so many. Uh, lawsuits with over 2,800 victims seeking billions of dollars in damages. Um, He did put out a statement. uh, Let's see, what was his statement? Issued a general denial, which would cover all 275 and counting lawsuits against him. Um, Basically, the lawsuits are saying he, you know, continued on with the show knowing that he should have stopped it, which would have stopped a lot of the um, victims that were affected by this 
it was kind of like a uh, what they call it when uh, like bulls get out stampede, stampede. Uh, you know, of some uh, sort. Yeah. Um, also, Travis Scott Cacti Seltzer deal is on a temporary hold, and I think that's with Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, man, they're putting it on a hold because of this, uh, you know, this situation. Um, I just feel it's, it's like, man, Travis Scott to me, Travis Scott has gotten the bad end of the stick. Absolutely. Um, I think he was one of the most innovative new artists to over the recent years because he blew my mind with the, uh, you was telling me about it, the concert he did on a video game. Um, on, uh, Fortnite? On yep. Fortnite, yeah. Like, dude, that's, that's so futuristic thinking. He had this big concert on a video game that people actually stopped playing the game to go to. Mm, yeah. Like, I mean, like it, and you think about cryptocurrency, you think about NFTs and everything like that. And while playing the game, you understand, oh, okay, this is what I need it for. You know, I'm gonna buy this to to stunt in the game in this virtual reality. And he put on a concert in basically virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty dope too. It was the it was like a the idea, bro. I'm not gonna physically put a concert on, but what I am gonna do, I'm gonna team up with this video game and I'm gonna put a concert on at this video game that they can just put into the game. That people yeah. are basically gonna buy this video game to go to to see. Like that's crazy. The thought process behind that is crazy, man. So um, I just really like it's, it's like we discussed earlier. Um, I really don't know which way to go when it comes to this uh, this situation with him. Um, but I'm interested to see the end of it. Like, because, yeah. you know, families like were like, I don't want to accept money that he offered to pay for funeral expenses and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and and man, I think it's BS because I mean, yeah, a lot of people got hurt. You know, some people uh, died for sure, but you can't place all the blame on him. You just can't. Like they just do it because his name is on the bill, and I think everybody just. I think I think I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that one, but yeah. I think I definitely think that you can't play. You, you just can't place all the blame on him. Nah, you know. Nah, I'm with you on that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if he should have any blame at all. Like, I think. I think he should have some was blame because well, it, everything I mean, was in place for this stuff not to happen. Like yeah. it wasn't like there was no security. It wasn't like there were no. You know, like this ain't the first time he's had this event. Yeah, and none of this happens until now, and it's like, oh, it's all his fault. He should. I mean, he stopped. We have evidence of him stopping the show to make to get you know for what he could see. Yeah, we have that video of him stopping the show. Hey, get to these people over here, please. That person looked like he passed out or whatever, and, and got folks to them. And then, you know what I'm saying, restart the show after that was taken care of. So, 
you know, I don't, I don't know, remember the exact number of people that were there, but there's no way he can see everything. Yeah. That's security job on the ground. Yeah. You know, that he has in place that we know that was there. Everyone knows that they were there. So, I mean, I'm going to say the unpopular thing is that you have to blame some of the fans. You have to, the people who incited this, like they're on the ground. Like they're there, they whatever for whatever reason you have to run to. Like I don't get why. I get that some of them are victims, but there are some people that that cause this. Yeah, you know. I don't so, know where they were going, but the reason why I say you know he he should be you know I don't think he should be held responsible the way that you know people are considering him. Oh, it's his fault. But I do think he holds some type of responsibility of it just because, I mean, it's your concert. You know what type of people are coming. You you have to be aware of certain things when, like, the past concerts you've had, you've known of people being injured. You've known of people being, um, you know, like rowdy at your concerts. So there's the responsibility part on his part. It's like, okay, how do you still have a great concert, but tame that behavior in a manner that you're not the one behind the spark of the behavior, you know? So yeah, it's, it's you get security. Which you <laughs> like, like it's, 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 it's like, you know, and that's the, and that's the part that, you know, I'm like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But to hold him fully responsible for, like, the things that he's not receiving, like the being kicked off of Coachella, I get Coachella's part, you know. But yeah. for the petition to be like, oh, he got to go, you know, it's it's like I, fans are doing a lot. That's know? what I'm saying. Like, it's like same thing, you know, we go back to the baby situation. Everyone pulls out. Oh, we can't yeah. have your own bad for business. I get it. The whole business stuff of a company. I understand. But, you know, come on, man. Like, I if hate you can look at die. it and, yeah, but if you can look at it and be like, okay, I can see, you know, like, like people just want to blame him because his name, like you said, yeah. is his concert. Other than that, it, if you look at this logically, it's like what every, more could he have done? Yeah, yeah. Like, like how do Even we blame he, like him stopping the show? How do you get the message to him to stop the show for exactly. something that he possibly couldn't see? And exactly. that's it. And that's the thing that people are arguing is that he knew about it. Well, how do we know that he knew about it? Yeah, or how? didn't know about it. If he's not saying I knew about it, I could see it. If nobody else were like. Like the security guards wouldn't get the message to him, like, hey, we need to do something or we need to stop the show. It's a failure on the security. Like the thing that I think was coming up is like all the pre, the stuff before he got on on stage, mm-hmm. where I think the Houston uh, police uh, department was saying, hey, it's not enough security here, um, where they were saying, um, you know, having all these. Hey, it's it's something wrong. These uh, prevention messages coming to him saying, "Hey, something's yeah. wrong. Something's wrong." That's where his responsibility was, and 
not only his, but the people that like were with him and putting on this concert. Yeah, like I can see that point because there was a situation where I mean, folks was they bust down the gate before they even to like before the concert get into started the actual did. area. I can see that part, but the thing is, yes, it's his show, and. He's putting it together, or whatnot. But when you put on a festival this large, Travis Scott's name is probably just on it. Yeah, he's you, you, he's you're not looking at the management behind the actual festival. Like there's probably the people twenty that, people in yeah. between, and it probably never never got to him. Yeah, like your job is to fix it. All right, this yeah. happens. Okay, how do we fix it so that we can safely get the concert still going? Yeah. So you know, that like like anything, like if you're at work and something happens, your job is to fix it. Do you yeah. shut down the store? Nah. But you know, his brand, I knew his brand was gonna take a hit. And, uh, oh yeah, because everybody just, don't, I'm about to say it. And I'm not I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. it. It's on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, his his brand's gonna take a hit, unfortunately, for yeah. so you know. it sucks. It sucks for, for everybody involved. Um, again, you know, RIP to the victims mm-hmm. um, and, you know, uh, the people that wasn't killed, I hope, you know, everybody else is okay. Um, and I'm just interested to see what happens next with Travis Scott because I think he's such a different type of artist. I particularly don't like all of his music. I like some of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have been a big, you know, person to be like, oh, I got to go to a Travis Scott a concert, but um, just the innovation and, and the forward thinking he has when it comes to his music and artistry, I think it's um, something to look forward to. So, um, really don't know what's going to happen with that. But as the speech of us talking about concerts, um, this past week, concerts and courts, <laughs> right? And courts. <laughs> um, this past week, Kanye West officially now, yay, yeah. and Drake. Well, it was Ye's concert and featuring Drake, mm-hmm. um, free Larry Hoover concert. Me personally, I didn't get a chance to look at it, look at it and check it out. But um this this really marks, I guess, quote unquote, the end of a Drake and Ye beef. And then also yeah. the benefit was to um they I think they did merchandise and the ticket sales to go to the concert. Um is to be donated to um, different organizations that, you know, fight for releasing of prisoners. Um, so my first question to you is this Drake beef, Drake and Kanye beef, man. Um, is this the end of their beef? And first off, know. first off, who you, Talk about anything. Let's talk about the the beef briefly. Um, this past year, like they've been beefing for a little while now. Uh-huh. Apparently, um, been going back and forth about silly things. Like at one point, Kanye um, was saying something about Drake following Kim Kardashian on Instagram. Um, you know, Pusha T having the song. I don't know the name of the song. I know you're a big fan of Push T. Um, but yeah. he, he basically had a line talking about 
Drake hiding his son. And Drake Drake's response to that was, dang, I, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. Um, dang, he talked to Kanye about having problems with his baby mom, and then his song comes out. And it's like... Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, bro, I I just talked to you about that, you know, and stuff. So um, they just been going back and forth like that through songs. Um, recently, the most recent um, Kanye had released Drake's address, um, and then Drake had who was whose song was it? Was it? Uh, it's one of those new kids, man. I can't remember. <laughs> But Drake basically went on the song and talked about Kanye West on the song and did a few lines subliminally on the song. Um, I just don't. I I don't know, man. It's 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 stupid. I feel like it's a more of an emotional thing with Kanye, uh-huh. and Drake was more so of response. Because at one point they were cool with each other. Like they did, um, Kanye produced a song for him on Thank Me Later, I believe. Um, and everything. They were friends. Like Drake still admits that he's a big fan of Kanye with, within like yeah. what they have been doing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, they, the beef seems like it, it seems like when I think of beef, I think of, of, not not hidden messages beef like how you had hit him up like that was a song directed towards Biggie. Uh-huh. You know you have uh, Ether, a song directed towards Jay Z. You know and stuff like words say their name. Yeah, like um, like let's not let's not you know hide behind throw a rock and hide behind our hands. If you gonna if you gonna have a beef, make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Drake, Drake made a song about uh, Meek Mill that almost ran a, won a Grammy. <laughs> yeah, but if you you know notice it, he's Drake has never been one to say nobody's name. Right, right, right. So <laughs> that's just his mo. Up. So and also this kind of goes back a little further than all of that, man. It, yeah, it goes back to you know uh, Drake being removed from um, all of the lights and. Uh, some shots that fans thought that Drake was sending to yay around watch the throne time and yeah. and I mean it, it it goes back uh it goes back a little further back I mean even some of the comments that Drake has said like I just feeling like the throne throne uh is for the taken watch me take it you know that whole mm-hmm thing and stuff like that so it just didn't seem until recently when you kind of see the responses from yay and of course you know the whole deal with Pusha T and all that so yeah now that is it's been yeah it you know it's been going this whole back and forth thing has been going on for a very long time yeah, yeah. I think I think people really don't notice that it no, you know. they, like that was that was this thing for me. I didn't notice how long of a beef it's been because it's been some years. Mm-hmm. Like you got to realize, thing we later came out in like 2012 or 13. Yeah, and you know they stopped fooling with each other like 15. I want to say 
or something like that. So it's it's been a minute that they've been actually beefing with each other. It's just to me, in my opinion, it's just stupid. Is a lot of the stuff is like questionable as to why you guys fell out because it's it's almost like a he say she say type of deal. It could and be just feelings. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big. I mean, we, Drake is a sensitive dude. Like that's Kanye kind of, is too. Absolutely. So <laughs> the two sensitive guys beefing with each other over a sensitive conversation. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that something, man? Yeah. Um <laughs> that's crazy, bro. But um, I wanted to ask you, and you know, we was kind of like discussing it a little bit. Um, you know, the concert is mostly is is one to um end their beef or make it known that they've ended this beef. But two, and the biggest reason is to right, exactly. The biggest reason is to bring attention to um the imprisonment of uh Larry Hoover. And I mm-hmm. wanted to get more so like just briefly talk about the story behind Larry Hoover and figure out why that's a thing for Kanye West and Drake. Yeah, so the of course the connection between Larry Hoover and, and Kanye is that they're from Chicago and that was where Larry Hoover founded the GDE's Gangs Disciples and from there, you know, uh you have a lot of things that has been allegedly said that was uh, uh crimes and stuff that was committed by the organization and the one of the things that got Larry Hoover locked up was the fact that one, he was the leader of the Gangs Disciples, and two, there was a hit that he put out on someone back in the uh 70s, I wanna say. Yeah. And that's ultimately what ended up getting him locked up. But you know, to to of course, when you're the head of a gang on the face, they're going to go after you as, as far as everything that's going on. But also when we're looking at it, the, you know, folks really believe that. And he, you know, before I get to that point, he is serving like, like six life sentences. So uh-huh. it's like 200 years. And basically the family is saying that he has served enough time for that. He's served his time for the stuff that he's committed. Yeah. And they are, you know, they want him to be free. So he's been trying to get appeals and things of that sort. He's in his seventies now. Uh, he's trying to get appeals and things so that he can get out. But yeah. they're pretty much denying most of them. So a lot of people do believe that he should be freed and that he served his time. And uh, I guess that's when we get to the basis of this concert because this is I believe the concert is pretty much to bring awareness to the case and how you know they're denying him his freedom so that's just kind of a breeze discussion on it without going too far into what you know what has happened how many charges he's been charged and so on and so forth just know that he is uh, definitely trying to get out and you know he was he was sentenced to all these years based on a order of a killing that he, oh well, allegedly, a killing that he ordered back in 1973. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Man, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I know, I know, uh, like this concert was the the benefit of that and everything, and then the story behind that. 
Um, but I think for us as consumers, we're going to look at it as because I don't because we really can't do anything but come out and support the concert. The actual reason for the concert really loses its punch because there's a bigger reasoning behind the concert because Kanye Mm -hmm. or yay brings out Drake, the free Larry Hoover only becomes a name. The merchandise only becomes Kanye's apparel, you know, to buy. And did you see the prices of this merchandise? Did you see the price of the concert? (laughs) No, I didn't see the price of the concert. Yeah. This was rich people concert. Yeah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, bro, a T-shirt was $160. I was like, this is ridiculous. A hoodie yeah. was 200 I wish I could. And matter of fact, I'm going to create me a hoodie and I'm not going to charge 200 I'm going to be like $125, $130 for a hoodie and see if it sells. But um, yeah, <laughs> I just want to see if I can push one for 250 Bro, like it's, it's like, shoot, man. I honestly want to see if I can sell a t-shirt for 50. Mm-hmm. Let's try it, man. I'm with you. Why not? <laughs> see what happens, man. Um, but not? Not, like it, 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 he said this was this concert was for rich people. But I I kind of wanted to pick your brain about your thoughts on first their beef. Like mm-hmm. the feelings of Drake and uh Ye's beef. And then also and I'm gonna kind of piggyback, kind of lay the questions out real quick, and then also the idea that the beef actually overpowered the the concert and um is that helpful for their cause of helping to free um Larry Hoover. Um but first question is first question um I kind of want to hear your answer to is um what's your feelings on their beef? I don't really I don't know at this point. Yeah. And my feelings on it, because I think it was it was real to yeah. a certain extent. Now, was it? I mean, real for them. Yeah. Now, for me, was it like real beef? Beef? Nobody got hurt. Nobody, <laughs> you know, no blood was spilled over this. Then, nah, it wasn't real beef. Y'all just had a disagreement, or yeah. y'all just mad at each other for whatever reason. But was it a real issue? I believe so, because you know, I, I don't think the Push T record comes about if there wasn't something behind that. And then also these two have been kind of sending small shots towards each other for years. So was it something small that developed into something? Yes. But was it, you know, was it that big of a deal to where I was thinking that people were going to get hurt or whatnot? Nah, I never thought that when it came to push and Drake, yeah, that was a little different. It got kind of, it definitely got heated there, but as far mm-hmm. as Ye and and Drake, I don't. I never thought that it was like. I thought it, you know, it just stay on the music. Nothing would happen beyond that. So that was my thing about their beef. As far as that, did I, you know, did I ever at any point think it was a whole marketing ploy? And I was kind of in between. I was like, man, behind the scenes, they probably cool. Yeah. But then again, I was like, eh, at the same time. You know, we in the spirit of hip hop, everybody want to be on the top. And I really think that's what it was. Everybody wants to be on the top. And it was just some 
Just like, little shots here. <laughs> you even brought up the fact of uh, um, the video that Kanye did when he uh, was quote unquote squashing the beef with um, mm-hmm. Drake with uh, Jay Prince standing next to him and how fake or staged that looked. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely felt that way. It didn't feel generous or sincere at all. I mean, just the way he was reading off of his phone, like he had to, like reading the script or whatever. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. And I don't know. I'm hoping that, you know, it was, it is real and they squashed it because, you know, you saw the, I sent it in the Slack. There was a whole, for people that don't know, Drake and Kanye met up at Drake's house and there was the Dave Chappelle tour was going on at the same time. So they was all at the house and they did look uh, buddy, buddy at the time I'll say. So it would benefit, you know, two two of the biggest artists squashing this issues to Mm -hmm. come together to do this benefit concert for, uh, you know, to bring awareness to Larry Hoover's case so that he, you know, may be free at some point, Mm -hmm. you know, this concert won't free him, but it'll bring awareness to his case for sure. So that's how I believe that it could be a benefit is if, you know, two, you know, two of the biggest individuals come together to put their differences aside for a common cause is basically what the idea should be. But the lead up to this has been weird or un, you know, uncomfortable at times. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, been weird, man. Yeah, it's 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 super weird to me as well. Just because it's it's like like I said previously, man, it's no it's a lot of I'm going to put my hand this, I'm going to throw this rocket and, and put my hand behind your back behind my back mm-hmm. you know it's, it's all these subliminal messages and I'm not a person that can just read up on these uh, hidden messages like if you got something to say tell me you yeah, know basically. what I'm saying yeah, I ain't got <laughs> time to known, figure it out like, like, don't, <laughs> don't make it a mystery to me man because I ain't yeah. got time to, to be looking for that and that's why I was like is this a marketing ploy? Because it was such a back and forth. It was a big back and forth and it became more and more popular the closer they got to releasing their music. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, two, uh, two or three months later, we're going to do this benefit concert. And that's why I feel like yeah. it takes away from the actual Larry, Ho- friend of Larry Hoover or bringing awareness to Larry Hoover's story. It's It's like... Bro, like, like, what are y'all doing? You know, and yeah. and, uh, and lately, a lot of things have been looking like marketing ploys. Oh, absolutely, it does look. Yeah, it. it I've had that conversation where we were like, "Man, this is has this whole thing been real? like?" We we definitely sat behind <laughs> sat here and was like, "Man, they probably friends behind the scenes, yeah. and all this is planned out." The only reason why I think why I have a small percentage of me thinks that it was real to a certain extent is because it's really because of the, the push of T record. Yeah. And just kind of like, but we all was, we all know like you can, you can write a rap about anything. Yeah. But it, it got, it got that. That's I mean, but you can't say 
you can write the rap about anything, but once you say it, it's different. But it's, you know it's like it's, it's different between that. Even even just using your words, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with this, man. Using your words when it came, because I don't really understand where the beef between Pusha T and Drake came from, right? Mm-hmm. But if I don't like you or or don't care what's said about you or what I say or what's done, um, and my boy don't like you or or in this subliminal beef with you, um, I bet I'm finna write a rap about it. What you say, what you want me to tell him, you know, because <laughs> I want yeah. him to come fight me. You know what I'm saying? I want that smoke. But, okay, I got you. I'm going to write whatever I want to write because if you think about it, what Drake Drake's response to Pusha T's thing was, damn, Kanye, I just talked to you about this. I didn't tell Pusha T this. I told you this. You Like, you're producing the song. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think that because there's that connection between those two. And if that really... You know, if that really was the case of, hey, I talked to you in, you know, confidence about that. And then you went and, you know, told him about this, fueled his record. Then, yeah, at that point, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was some real deal yeah. stuff going on here. So that's why I'm like, that record, that whole incident around those records for Pusha T, that's why I say that what makes me think this was, yeah. was definitely, uh, a real thing. So it was that. And then the way he read like the whole thing, cause he don't look like he wanted to do that yeah. with Jay, with Jay Prince in the video. Yeah, right. <laughs> it didn't look like he wanted to do that. Like, okay, I, I'll do it. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't look like he wouldn't do that at all. Yeah. So I think that's why I think, all right, this was, yeah, this was a real thing off of those two incidents alone. And I mean, like I said, no blood was shed nobody put hands on anybody, then yeah, there's a chance to be for things to be pieced up. So I can see how they could come together at this moment and be like, look, we're going to come together. We're going to do this and man, we're going to be straight. And then, you know, at first it's probably hesitation because you're like, man, I'm sitting here doing this. You're probably uncomfortable about it. And then when the music starts and you're there in the moment with the other person, then you know, sometimes, things, you know, things change and you're like, you start to remember why these, you know, because I, I got a chance to look at the concert. I looked at it in the fast forward mm-hmm. and I actually got up to the point where Drake was coming out. This thing is long. Yeah. Uh, Drake comes out because they, it starts off with, and we can get into it later, but I want to kind of uh, give you a quick, quick view of how this, it starts off with a choir singing and then you see Kanye and Drake walk down all these steps together and walk up to the stage where Drake walks off to the side, Kanye goes up and, and does his part. And then at a point, Drake comes out. And at that point, they're together, they're on stage performing. And you kind of see this chemistry of like hypeness uh, with the music itself. So that's why I think that, you know, everything's fine that, you know, Everything's rocky, and then yeah, it's kind of a normal process of you know when you're piecing up something when there's been an issue, like you know, all right, we're gonna we're gonna piece it up, and mm-hmm. then it's like all right, I don't know how this gonna react when they're in the same room, and they get in the same room, it's awkward, 
until something, some common interest brings them together where you start to feel this, you know, this feeling of what, how things used to be Mm -hmm. when everybody was cool. So I can see how things were pieced up and I can see how this was actually a real issue. Uh, So, but it just all remains to be seen where we go from here. Yeah. Well, the question still remains. Where is the Kanye and Drake's beef? Where will it end? Is it real? Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing still proves to me that it's not real. Um, Why do you think it's not? I I don't know, man. It's just it it seems to like it it follows the storyline. Oh, it's all coincidental. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, oh, y'all have albums coming out, and all of a sudden. Y'all are wanting to squash a beef that y'all apparently had with each other. Uh, hmm, makes you think. Anyway, let us know what you guys think as well um, in the comment when we post about the, the episode, when we release it. Um, yeah. So I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. If you haven't already, go subscribe to us on the YouTube. Go um, follow us or subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts at. Um, also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Leave comments and let us know what your thoughts are on this Kanye and Drake beef. Um, because I'm really curious to know what everybody else is thinking as well. Um, follow, <laughs> <laughs> follow us personally on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. You got mm-hmm. uh Greg at Woodberry Made of Wood. No, Berry Made of Wood. wood. I've been getting his <laughs> wrong. Like it's, it was instantly G was so easy, but Barry yeah, Made of follow G at Barry Made of Wood. Um, you know, and just let us know what your thoughts are there. Um yeah, like we said at the beginning of the episode, uh, we're going to release, we got, what, two more including this episode, and then we're going to take a break for the year, and then we'll be back up the first Wednesday of the year. Yeah. Um. Anything else, Steve? No. <laughs> Not really. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, check us out on the upcoming episode of Triloquy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Gary and Scott again on yeah, yeah. that podcast, man. Great discussion about classical music and Christmas and hip hop, man. And um, if you're trying to just listen to it, get another podcast under your books or just finding another podcast to listen to, um, they have great discussions about classical music and the experience for, um, you know, classical music and stuff. So give it a listen. Your give mind. it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Something, Expand your horizons. Something different. So um, yeah, give it a go. Um, check it out and everything like that. And if that's it, I'm out. Peace. Peace.